I am live on a Thursday, and we are singular again uh, on the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Uh, you know me. This is Ricky Diffendale, uh, former chief and officer of the New York Rangers. Uh, you know what it is. Uh, so welcome to the program this evening on a Thursday. We're not trying to take any weeks off. So if other people can't show up, I'm going to be here doing my thing. And with me, as always, it doesn't happen without him. Uh, so I guess I'm not alone, but I kind of am. Billy, you're with us tonight. How are you, my friend, on a Thursday? I'm wonderful now that I'm here with you, Ricky. Isn't it? Isn't it great? Great. What a, sh- what a show. What a show. I was going to say, that's, a, that's when you say, yeah, it's great. It's great to be around. It's great to be with you. Uh, we are live on a Thursday. Ranger things have happened. Um, brought to you, as always, by the wonderful Johnny C's Tees, the Pride Abroad Channel. Sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, koozies. He's got your custom needs. Johnny C's Tees. Check them out on Instagram. See the product. Buy the product. Great guy. Great product. Company, Johnny's East Tees. And we thank them for sponsoring the RTHH podcast. As here we are on December 9th, Rangers sitting pretty. Uh, we don't feel good after last night, regardless of what people say on Twitter. Uh, the Ranger fa- I mean, if you're a fan, you just you don't want to lose, even though you'd won seven in a row, which is wonderful. Uh, but all good things come to an end. Uh, I think, Bill, we said it before, you can win them all, but you usually don't. No, that, that hasn't happened ever, I don't think. No, no, I don't think it ever will. I mean, it'd be tough to do to win 82 games and then sweep the playoffs. So you have to lose. Uh, we don't like to lose, but you got to lose sometimes. And last night, the Rangers lost uh, after putting together a pretty impressive seven-game win streak. Uh, making their way to the top of several power ranking lists, which is surprising. Uh, well, I guess it's not surprising. They played well. They deserve it. They deserve the accolades, but they came back to earth last night. A good Colorado team came into the garden facing the Rangers in the back end of uh, two in a row with the rookie goaltender that's never played before. Uh, it was a recipe for a loss, and it certainly was a 7-3 to three drubbing. Uh, but the streak... Uh, was wonderful to behold, uh, sweeping the back-to-back with Chicago, uh, beating the Sharks 1-0. Uh, I'll get back to that in a second. Beating the Flyers is always wonderful. Uh, last week, Bill, do you remember the title of the episode? I should, but I don't. It was Igor City. Oh, yes, and we're, and, we're, and we're just living in it. And then, obviously, the next game they played, Igor goes down with a non-contact injury, and, you know... Everyone starts to panic. Uh, it didn't look good uh, when it happened. Thankfully, the coach set us at ease after the game. Coach Gallant saying that it looked worse than it is. Uh, he's eligible to come off injured reserve tomorrow. I don't think it's going to happen because uh, the Rangers did call up Keith Kincaid. Uh, a huge, huge fans that he has on this podcast. If Bino were here, he'd be so excited uh, that the prince that was promised is back with the Big club on an emergency basis. So, Adam Huska, thanks for coming. Seven goals, barely any defense in front of you. Get back to the AHL. Keith Kincaid comes up uh, a couple games this weekend. So, I don't expect to see Igor until next week. And I really hope that we didn't put the uh, the voodoo on him by declaring it his city and immediately goes down. Uh, Yorgiev, I'll give credit where credit's due, stepped up in Igor's absence and played well after handshake gate that we discussed last week. Uh, And again, why must we, and I'm guilty of it, I just did it. Anytime there's a scandal, 
we got to attach the word gate to it. Oh yeah, that's that's the only Flate, way. You get, that's the only Flate way you, gate. Yeah. Spy gate. It's the only way you get clicks and you know, ad <laughs> revenue and people to you know tweet about you and it's the only way. It was the literal name of a hotel. Yeah. We can we just willy nilly throw the the gate suffix onto these things. Was it, wasn't that in the office? No, that was a Mageddon. That's what it was. Oh, a Mageddon. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Mageddon that I know about. Uh, we can't just throw these suffixes around. Anyway, uh, Georgiev stepped up. Uh, we take seven wins in a row with a smile. Uh, Colorado came in here and played as advertised. Uh, the game looked good in the first period. You had Nils Lundqvist finally scoring his first career goal uh, and falling over during a celebration. You love to see it. Uh, Jacob Truba is literally out here destroying people. Uh, but you know what? You got to skate with your head up in this league, uh, and if you don't, that's what happens. So you you, you don't want to see anyone get hurt seriously, um, but at the same time, these are legal checks. Uh, and what are you gonna do? So I still feel good, Bill. Uh, if you recall earlier in the season, people panicked. Oh, people! Uh, I was trying not to be one of them, so I won't panic after one loss to a good team after winning seven in a row considering, you know, what other teams, even in this town, have, have gone through uh, early in this season. The Rangers are sitting in a good spot. Uh, they got Buffalo tomorrow and Nashville on Sunday. So you know what? You get the taste out of your mouth real quick with another win and move on from getting obliterated last night, uh, which was not fun to watch. And I'm sure it wasn't fun to be in the building. Um, but I'm excited, Bill, because I'm not going to be alone for long on this podcast. We have a very... Uh, special guest tonight joining us uh, for the second time. So this is back-to-back weeks with repeat guests. So if people come back, you got to think we're doing something right. Like we're polite or, you know, I don't even know if Billy's with me now. So I'll vamp. We are about to be joined by Rachel Nones of the Hockey Writers. Uh, she's a Ranger fan she was born in Jersey and lives in Pittsburgh, but we do not hold that against her. Um, and I, I believe she's here. <laughs> there she is. And there Hi. she is. Hello, Rachel. Hello. How are you? Rachel, I'm great. How are you? I'm also great. Thank you. Before we go any further, um, I'm going to have to ask you for proof of vaccination just to continue this podcast. Oh God. I can't even keep track of it. It's like I switch it to like a different bag every other weekend, but I do have it on my phone. It's like, is that really where we're going to get to at this point? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. But I was just kidding. Um, so, uh, you know. So, yeah, there's that. So, again, how's your family? How's everything? Everything's good. Um, you know, we're good. It's it's still, the weather's all over the place here. So, that's weird. Everyone's getting sick. Like, just cold stuff. But just because it's like 60 one day and then it's snowing the next. So, it's interesting. That's frustrating. Yeah, but Plus, you, st- you start sneezing, and everyone assumes the worst. It's like, like the cold doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Anyway, uh, I know that uh, thanks to you sharing the, the, the Twitter post, a couple people chimed in and uh, had some ideas on what they wanted to talk about. And I know that you wanted to talk about Chris Kreider, so let's get right into Kreider. Um, what do you think has changed? Uh, do, do you think we'll see these the, the Criderian streakiness sneak back in at some point this season, or has he turned a corner now, signing a long-term deal, 
um, and under this new staff, which it seems to be thriving. Your thoughts? So I definitely think that it's inevitable that he's going to go through kind of like a cold period, just like every other player is subject to. Um, but because of his past, I know that's going to be amplified and probably a lot of followers of the team are going to have like a bigger breakdown about it. You know, they're going to have more strong opinions about it because he did come out of the gate so hot. So I just think, um, you know, given that whatever little drought that he goes through, which again, I think is inevitable for any player, it's going to be scrutinized even more just because it's Chris, just because he started off so well. But I just think that the work ethic's always been there. So I think that maybe, you know, after uh, Gallant came in, that they kind of just had that conversation, which uh, they really emphasized the things that they wanted Carter to work on. And maybe he just spent that whole off season working on that because it's clear that something's changed. He's really, you know, defined a skill set and he's really working with it. I mean, he has 21 points in 25 games and, and that's crazy. You look at his, his pace from last season, it's just crazy. And he's been so effective on the power play. So we really hope that he doesn't kind of lose that touch because he is so effective and power play hasn't been as successful, I think, as some of us hope for, but he's definitely a big part of the team. I think a lot of the captaincy talk really went into his game as well, and I think he's really trying to make a strong case for that captaincy. Do you think, um, with the way he's played, does he have a shot at Team USA in the Olympics? I think so. Um, I think you look at the composition of what Team US USA could look like, and I think it's really interesting Crosby, if you have like Kreider there, um, there's been some talks of Drew. I don't know how that's going to shake out, but look at like the older core for Team USA, and I think it's a really interesting group. And it's funny they're all in the Metro too. I mean, that just goes to show how crazy the Metro is that all these guys could be playing for Team USA. But I think he has a decent shot. I think he'd be a really good addition there with the leadership. Just you know, park him in front of the net. Let him do what he does. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if he's playing on their fourth line, I mean, I know there's a lot of talent, but man, I don't know how you leave him off the list the way he's played this year. Yeah, his list of intangibles and and things like that, just everything that he brings to the table is just so long. So another, um, did you, what was the guy's name? I think I wrote it down because I'm such a pro. Tom Maroney. Um, was asking about the kid line. And I think it's interesting because I'm watching the game last night and I'm thinking to myself, like, come on, Heedle. Like, just pop already. And uh, I'm, I'm willing to, to give a really long leash to Lafreniere because the kid's not even 20 yet. And uh, we are, I don't know if you know, where the official podcast of Julian Gauthier stands all over the world. Um, but Philip Heedle, like, <sighs> pissing me off because I feel like he looks good, and the results just aren't there. Uh, what's he got, like three goals, including one yesterday in garbage time. Um, so what do you think of this line? Should they stay together? Are they not consistent enough? Do I have to relax? Like, talk me off the ledge here with Filipino. I think, yeah, it, it is frustrating seeing Hedo get so many chances, and it wasn't just last night's game. It's It's been like a, a trend now where he's just had so many chances. I mean, you could say the same with Gautier, but, um, you know, with them having Morgan Barron up, that was kind of an interesting option that they had to kind of inject him into one of those lines. Um, obviously, they didn't end up going that way, but right, and they sent them back, I think. Yeah, yeah, he went down with Huska. It's 
it's something that they could have maybe worked around just to see, you know, I said earlier in one of my um, articles that this was kind of a good chance while they were on this win streak to kind of experiment with things and just see. I mean, I think they're still in kind of that weird phase with like, could take some guys from Hartford and and they could kind of change things around. But where it's like a good problem to have kind of where that line is frustrating, although they do have the things that they bring, like the speed and the size with Gautier, but you do need to get more production from him. And, and it is frustrating with Phil, but um, I think that they just, they have options. Um, I don't know if, I think it would be a good time to kind of change things around, see if you can get something going. But with Baron going down, you're kind of limited now to what your options are. But I just think it's it's a good problem to have at this point is that like it's it's not glaring holes that we have in defense. It's, you know, that line still brings yes. something. They still bring opportunities, but they, you know, they are so young. I was, I'm surprised that like, I know he's not scoring as much as we thought he would Lafreniere, but he plays a heavy game. Like he's hitting people every shift. I like that. Uh, Gautier like rushes the net. Uh, a couple times a game, even if he doesn't always score. So there's like there's things I like. I just you know, I'm a fan. Right. I'm impatient. I want I want results. You know, I want them now. But uh, right. I'm I not think I mean them. you look at you look at Kevin Rooney, who's who's kind of started to get like on the scoreboard. And you think at any point, you know, one of these games could that could be the case for them, where they just start picking up points again. Now, maybe they dip off again, but at some point i think just something would click i mean galant he's not afraid to kind of shuffle the lines and and try things like that i think they're you know they could pick up another winning streak again and that would be another chance for them to kind of mess things around like that well the winning streak starts tomorrow um yeah. what's what surprised you the most uh so far this year i think the obvious answer would be Kreider. um but I've been, and I don't want to say surprised, but I've been really pleased with Shesterkin. I think kind of me being a follower of the Rangers who's only used to Lundqvist in net, it's kind of like I'm skeptical of any goaltender who's going to come in after him because you did get that steadiness with Hank so long. So I'm not surprised with him. I think we all knew how good Shesterkin was going to be. But he's just, he's play- well, before his injury, uh, he was just playing really, really well, so. They're fun to watch. Um, but, I mean, Fox just, he continues just to amaze people in different ways. It's funny, he, he kind of just finds a way to diversify himself. Every season, I don't know how he does it, but just watching him is crazy. You kind of just, like, sit there and you're just watching, like, history. And don't get mad at him. He can make a mistake, and I, he's the one guy I just don't get mad at. Right. It's like, it didn't even happen. If it's Fox, it didn't even happen. He should be allowed because he's so perfect in every other way. Um, <laughs> so I just, he makes a mistake or a puck jumps off his stick or he pinches. I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care. All is forgiven. It's Adam Fox. Someone else does yeah. it. It's done. You're right. You're, you're dead to me for like five minutes do, and like, then I relax. And crazy things after to like make up for it. So it's fine. Oh, he's so good. Speaking of the defense, Jacob Truba is, um, you know, I think he's shutting up a lot of his critics uh, from the past couple of years. And certainly he's combining the scoring touch that he seems to have found during this, well, what was the winning streak. And uh, <laughs> in the past two games, uh, he's seen a lot of action as far as checks, hits, assists, all these Gordial hat tricks. Um, have the fans gone soft? Because I feel like there's a lot of complaining online about these hits, which to me seem to be clean. 
Right. I think the thing that I saw that was the most frustrating about the hits were it was the the um, Kara hit, the first one. And immediately I saw all these Rangers people just like bending him like it's a clean hit, it's a clean hit. And at that point, we didn't have a status on Kara. So it was kind of like frustrating that you're immediately bending the hit and it's like we don't even know how this guy is yet and that they weren't concerned about like his status they were just concerned that truba wasn't gonna get like you know backlash for it and and to me that was frustrating but i did see a lot of people even um people that you know don't really not fans of the rangers i've seen a lot of people support truba as well i haven't really seen any Jets fans' opinions on it, actually, which I meant to look into because obviously he was a former Jet, so right. I was just curious what they were thinking about it. But I haven't really seen that many people um, go against it. I've even seen commentators, you know, they're very quick to say it was a clean hit. He didn't leave his feet. It just it depends on the angles that you're looking at things, too, because if you look at one angle, it very definitively looks like he was going for the head, but then you turn it around, or even like the slightest angle. And it looks like a clean hit where that honestly was not his intention and I think your fans know that it's not his intent to really hurt people he knows what his job is he's always had a game like that uh where it's just very physical so I think they're they're fine hits obviously you don't ever want to see somebody get hurt like right. that but um just that he just plays a well-rounded game and I think at that at this point with the way that the Rangers are going you have to bring that well-rounded game I mean obviously he stood out in the past two games with this back-to-back, and he's one of the older guys on the team. I think that kind of emphasizes the point that, you know, it was a tough game last night because of the way that the schedule is. And and just some players found it harder. Truba, obviously, with the back-to-back Gordy House, he was able to find a way to, you know, be visible in the game. So I think it just kind of goes into that, too. But um, like you said, with the scoring, he has a three-game point streak right now, so... It's just he's an all-around defenseman and you know this is the type of guy that we've needed this is the type of the guy that we wanted to sign well he's getting paid like a number one so yeah <laughs> it's good to see him play like a number one i wonder if i would feel differently about the hits if it was like happening to the rangers because i feel yeah. like i'm that i feel like i'm that biased like i just i'm blinded by fandom sometimes i think we could all be guilty of that but uh honestly like a, a clean hockey hit is a clean hockey hit and it's a rough game. Guys are going to I don't want anybody to go to the hospital, but you know, guys are going to get their bell rung if they skate with their head down. That's how I see it. Oh, my goodness. It's a Thursday. Rachel, can I hit you with some rapid-fire questions that you have no time to think about? Sure. You have to answer as quickly as possible. Um, Bill, I don't think, we've never done this before, Billy. Um, I like this. I just so wanted hard. to put that out there. I wanted to be that on the record with that. It's it. The record show shall shall show that this has never been done before. Okay, so this is our first rapid fire with Rachel Nones. Um, don't think, just answer. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Some are hockey related, some are not. Uh, some kind of are. That's just that's the last thing I'll say. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here it is. What place will the Rangers finish in the Metropolitan Division? Just it. So much for rapid fire. I don't know. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you, Rachel. Oh, I said third. <laughs> Bam. How many goals will Kreider finish the season with? Me too. 
Who would you rather kiss, Brad Marchand or Tom Wilson? Oh, uh, neither. <laughs> I'm going to pick Tom Wilson. Brad Marchand's gross. Uh, <laughs> you could talk hockey uninterrupted for an hour with any former or current Ranger. Who would it be? Uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Favorite non-team-affiliated Rangers Twitter account? Oh boy. Um... Besides Ricky, of course. No, no, no. <laughs> on Ranger? Like not non Ranger like not not a team account. Okay. Um there's like a Penguins Jesus or something like that. Like a gene something related to Evgeny Malkin, which is so funny. I can't remember the handle, but I don't know if that counts. No, it can't it's fine. We'll <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay. That we were we were done in by the internet with that first rapid fire question, but we will get better. Uh, and I can't like you remember last time you were here, Rachel, and we asked you what type of fast food you would eat for the rest of your life if you could only choose one. Uh, I've reflected a lot on that answer. <laughs> what did you say? First answer? Yeah, the first time. Uh was Pizza Hut. Oh okay. Oh wow, yeah. Now that he's saying oh, it, I remember yeah. it. I remember being baffled. But okay. I didn't want um, to say that, but I was gun <laughs> to my head apparently. It was, it was. Oh, we're going to do it again. We're going to put a gun to your head for, with a different question before I let you go. Okay. Okay. If you could only enjoy one type of alcoholic beverage for the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably White Claws. There you go. A lot of there different are, flavors. Are, are, and that's right. You can mix it up. Mm -hmm. You could have a watermelon or you could have one of those iced tea ones. Like there's a lot of flexibility. Last week, uh, Natalina said strawberry margaritas forever. Man, that's a bold choice. Forever. In the dead of winter, frozen strawberry yeah, margaritas. See, with the white claw, at least you're still getting the hydration with the water. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a clear, clear. You've thought about it. Rest you've of my life. <laughs> kind of choose whatever you have to tell yourself. I certainly don't <laughs> feel hydrated the day after I drink them. No. Fruit, fruit too. I I think that's that's a good answer. You. Bill, would you agree? It's a great answer. They're very refreshing. Good answer. Speech. Quite refreshing. Oh, yeah. I'm a black cherry guy through and through. Yeah. Mango, mango, uh, pineapple. That's a good one. I haven't even seen a pineapple one. The jury's out on pineapple. I once had pineapple soda as a Ooh. kid. Oh. Why does that exist? Oh, God. Although it wasn't that bad now that I think about it. It's been a long time. mix it with, though. Pineapple's not my favorite thing in the world, but mango I like. Mango's good. The mango one's good. All right, so white white claw forever. Um, Rachel, I, we we appreciate you coming back on. Uh, you are always welcome on the Range of Things Have Happened podcast. Uh, enjoy this upcoming holiday season, and uh, enjoy this uh, nice little run the Rangers are on, uh, despite the loss yesterday to Colorado. <laughs> Thank you so much. You as well. And I hope you get more consistently cold weather in Pittsburgh so that people stop getting sick. Yeah, that, I would just take the, the constant snow at this point. So, Well, enjoy. Uh, best to you and yours. And we thank you for coming on. And we will talk to you soon, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye. Enjoy the weekend coming up. Rachel Knowns of the Hockey Writers, White Claw, if she had to choose for the rest of her life. And when it came down to kissing Brad Marchand or Tom Wilson... He chose neither. Um, I don't know. In my head, I was like, all right, at least Tom Wilson's like a handsome guy. He's a jerk off. But 
And you're literally kissing Splinter from the Ninja Turtles if you're kissing Brad Marchand. So actually, I'd rather kiss Splinter than yeah. Brad Marchand if it really came down to it. As as a fellow big um, noser, I I just can't stand him. Who? Brad Marchand. Oh, you say a fellow big noser? Yeah, as someone who also has a big schnozzle. I'm with I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, his is impressive. I think he may, he makes ours look good. Yeah, he does. His is like for I, real. I I think it was last year I saw them play the Islanders, and I was like, oh my, I think I literally stood up and said, oh my god, look at that fucking schnoz. I just want to deliver one right to his suckle. It would make his schnoz bigger, though. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Uh, but, you're right, we gotta, we gotta chill. Anyway, Rachel, um, we thank her for stopping by, yes, yes. Um, giving her opinions on, on Kreider, and you know, warning us that, you know, he's a human being and that he may go through cold streaks. Um, helping to talk me down and try to be more patient with Heedle and the kid line. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll see Kreider on the national team. You never know. I think it will be a good choice the way he's playing. Um, before we get out of here tonight, let's just look ahead quickly. The Rangers have the Sabres tomorrow night, and then they are home to Nashville on Sunday. As our esteemed colleague, uh, Bino, would be so excited to know that Keith Kincaid is up again with the big club. Does that mean that Igor is a bit further away than initially thought? Perhaps. I don't expect to see him play this weekend. I expect a uh, double dip for Georgiev, or possibly you see Kincaid get a start. I don't know. Uh, All I know is that he's up here on an emergency basis. I personally would think that it's Georgiev's weekend. Um... And I'm anxious to see how the team responds after, you know, getting their dicks kicked in last night. They were tired, obviously. They looked it. Uh, they didn't play the way they've been playing. And uh, I think Colorado ran into them at the right time on the second half of a back-to-back. I know they play Colorado again, I think, this coming Tuesday out in Denver. So I'd be anxious to see, yeah, uh, you know, with the day between having a day off, how they play against that team. Very good team. Uh, and maybe that'll be Igor's game back. And that really changes everything to have him back there. Um, you stole the words. I'm sorry, Bill. Were you going to say something? I was literally going to say that. I said I looked ahead to Tuesday, and that's probably when you'd start Igor because Sunday is. Now I lost it. The Predators, and they're also good. Friday is the Sabres, and you know they're you know middling. So put the kid yeah. up against the middling team, and if you lose, you lose. If you win, that kid looks good, and then you build up back up to Igor. That's that's the hope. Um... Yeah, I just thought, you know, I don't want to sit through it. I don't want to sit through a drubbing. So, like, when you give up five goals in the second period yesterday, and I know you're, we're, we're all trying to take it with a grain of salt. They're, they're tired. They're coming off a back to back, but it's just hard to watch. So, uh, you know, this seven game win streak spoiled me a little bit. And uh, now I'm expecting, you're expecting perfect everything, greatness. everything and more <laughs> will be perfect. <laughs> Nothing is perfect. No. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I think, you know what, Bill? We pulled it off again. What a show. You know, again, a show. Against, against all odds, what a show. Um, and it, it certainly helps that when we're by ourselves, that we have a guest come on. We had Natalina last week, Rachel this week. Uh, both know their stuff. And the podcast appreciates you both coming on. And we're trying to take no weeks off unless, you know, it's you know, the holidays and Christmas coming up. So it's possible we take a week off. Yeah, this wasn't going to be it. Um. We owed it to our fan to be out here tonight doing this live on Twitch. The Ranger Things Have Happened podcast brought to you by Johnny C's Tees. Um, Before we go, I do have some last words. Uh, Oh, I actually had it queued up even. 
Any last words, you f***ing donkeys? Yes, I'd like to give a shout-out to my good friend Steve DiLorenzo and his soon-to-be wife, Courtney. Uh, they are tying the knot tomorrow night. Um, very excited to go and celebrate that couple. Uh, actually, a lot of you, if you watch Ranger Games, you've probably seen Steve. He is the MSG security guard that stands right by the Rangers' tunnel every time the door opens. They give him the little fist bumps as they walk in after a victory. Some guys snub him, uh, and it's really funny. Uh, so he, he has his hand up, right? He's got his mask over his face and his glasses on and his spiky hair, and he puts his hand up, and most guys give him the fist bump, and sometimes people walk by him, and I have to text him and let him know that uh, he got snubbed. Oh, don't but me, don't uh, I digress. Steve is getting married tomorrow. I want to congratulate him and Courtney and wish them a long and happy life together. Uh, Steve is a huge Ranger fan. He doesn't just work at the Garden. Massive Ranger fan. Great dude. Courtney's a great girl. Excited for them. So uh, happy wedding eve and wedding day tomorrow. Enjoy it. Um, hopefully during the wedding. I, if I know Steve, uh, the Ranger game will be on somewhere in that wedding. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be peeking in on it. And hopefully the Rangers gave him a victory for his wedding day. Uh, so that should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Billy, you have any plans? Uh, no, I think I'm I'm being quiet again because I'm I'm saving my energy for what is it? The, next weekend's the 18th, right? That's our big. Uh, it is. It's our big Christmas. That's party. the Christmas party. Yeah. Actually, that no. Should I'm, be, it should be a good one. I'm getting new tires for my car on Saturday. That that's fun. You going? You going to the guy? You going to the guy? No, I'm going out to Long Island. Okay. Yeah, you're probably better off. That, that I, guy's more for if you want to, like, patch it up, if you need, like, a patch. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you later, because I, I went to one around the corner for me, and it, it's things are weird. <laughs> Wait, yeah, let's not talk about it on here. Um, anyway, uh, Ranger things have happened. Uh, what's happened is that they won seven in a row before losing. So let's start a new streak tomorrow against the Sabres. Let's keep it going into next week. Let's get Igor back healthy. Just hold the fort down till he gets back. Um and I think there's more good things on the horizon. Thanks once again to Rachel Nones for joining us tonight. Always does a great job. Um, this podcast brought to you by Pineapple White Claw. Refreshing, even in the winter. Um, but seriously, thank you to Johnny C. Thank you to Billy, uh, the man behind the man. Uh, and hopefully next week, some of our panel comes back and we really get this thing off the ground again. <laughs> I, I, might, I might drag him in if I have to by myself. Hey. <laughs> we'll try and coordinate the right day. We'll find the flow again. Till then, we keep it going.